Welcome to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower to achieve your weight and life goals and make your mark in the world. Your host is Dr. Carla, activist MD. If you're a teen who's looking to revolutionize your health and can't wait to follow your dreams, welcome to the IME Community. I'm starting a new weekly series where I answer frequently asked questions or questions from parents of teens or teens who reach out to me or doctors who reach out to me with questions. And I am coaching, you know, I'm on these platforms all the time. I'm on TikTok. If you follow me there, make sure you do at IME community, make sure you check out my new site. It's Dr. Carla with a KMD.com. So you can get in on a one-on-one 30 minute coaching session with me because it takes an individualized approach and we're all coming with at this with our own unique situations and I'm here to help you. All right. So I had a mom reach out to me and ask me some questions that I've been asked hundreds of times. So I thought these are three awesome questions. I'm going to give you some answers and if, again, reach out to me with any questions you have for follow-up. Okay, so the first Ask Dr. Carla question is, I'm struggling with wanting to help my daughter who's overweight. I want her to be healthy and feel good about her body. I also know there's so much stigma about size in our society. I feel stuck. How can I help her? First of all, what a great mom. Okay, this is what I call dualistic thinking. It's black and white thinking. It's two sides of a coin where one side is mom stuck in wanting her daughter to be body positive and fully love and accept herself and feel healthy no matter what her size is. But also she mom is kind of stuck in diet culture beliefs um, like a lot of us are and perpetuated by our society and the and in the all the promises of thinness and wanting thin privilege and thin and social capital and no ostracization for her um, team so mom's pinging back and forth between those two kinds of sides of things and that's creating a lot of confusion and self-doubt and fear for her and keeping her stuck in not taking any action for her daughter so what if these movements, this cognitive dissonance doesn't even exist? What if they are not mutually exclusive? What if you can meet in the middle, which is my whole philosophy, and believe that your daughter can be both body positive and have healthy habits that help her reach her healthy weight range and her health goals? Okay. What if you believe that? Because you can choose to believe that's a crazy notion. I know that we can choose our beliefs. So what if you wanted to choose something different that served you and your daughter's health? Okay. Research, cool studies that I found to be profound in my work over all these years shows that positive body image and family meal times are the protective factors. And without those are risk factors to weight gain and eating disorders. 
Okay, so promoting a positive body image, staying out of diet culture, staying out of focusing on weight and body size in the family, focusing on positive family meal times and all the great things that come from that are what is protective against both weight gain that we don't want and that is unhealthy and also disordered eating. Okay, profound. So helping your daughter create healthy habits takes action steps. So we want to get you out of get you out of the the extremes. We want to get you in the middle lane, moving forward with a positive belief statement, taking action on things like positive family mealtime. Okay, that's going to help your daughter create the healthy habits that she needs, and you'll be a big part of that. All right, great. Number two, ask Dr. Carla question is how can I help my daughter when she feels frustrated and she gets upset about her body and uses food and sugary drinks to feel better? Sound familiar? I know that external fixes are just a quick fix band-aid and seem to make the problem worse. What amazing awareness mom has. Sounds like your daughter's buffering her emotions with food, emotional eating is what we call that. It's like kind of numbing out. So instead of allowing an urge or any of the feelings that are coming up within her, she's avoiding the feeling by getting the false reward, sugary dopamine zing in her brain. What it is, is brain science, okay? It's a conditioned over-desire pathway in the brain. There's nothing broken. There's nothing wrong. It's just a habit. It's a habit pathway in the brain. And the more we focus on it, the more we feed that and get that pleasure and that false reward, which lasts just an instant, like you said, is not a long-term fix. It's just like a quick band-aid. Our brain, that pathway becomes more powerful in our brain. So it's a conditioned over-desire pathway in the brain. Habits are based on environmental cues. We know that from the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's a very awesome book. Here's the good news. Our brains are malleable and adaptable, and we can create new pathways, especially teens. Come on. And so is our environment. So we can change up the cues to support healthy habits. First of all, don't get in your daughter's lane when she is maybe going for the snack going for the snacks in the cabinets that she's used to don't interrupt so that you are like kind of judging or shaming her okay unless you want to say so you want to stay in your lane and show up as a loving and supportive parent who's there to help so how you can do that is like if you're walking by and she's getting in the cabinet or something you notice and you're kind of activated, you could say, hey, are you hungry? What sounds good? Something like that, that can maybe kind of disrupt that and maybe transition her to having something that serves her body more, okay? But also one of the problems is with a lot of us and a lot of our families and with a lot of teens struggling with this, especially through the pandemic, is we need to create more openness about our feelings so that she she's able, we're all able to respond and process our feelings and emotions that come up in us instead of avoiding 
and going to food. So we want to create healthy coping strategies. So what we can do is we're not used to really being getting internal and centered and becoming aware of maybe what feelings are even coming up in us throughout the day. So you can ask her, you know, how are you feeling? How do you feel today? And also talk more about your feelings. I mean, teens maybe aren't going to go for that. <laughs> Believe me, I know three kids, um, but talk about your feelings a little bit more like, oh my gosh, I was so tired today. And I felt like I had a heavy weighted blanket on me, like a metaphor, something so that we can become more descriptive, become more open, make it be like, okay, to just, you know, it's okay. We can allow our feelings that come up. Even if we perceive that they're negative, we don't have to try to get out of them with like food, going to social media, shopping, procrastination, all the buffers that we use, okay, to get out of our feelings. Model healthy coping skills. And also don't assume what's, you know, what's going on in your daughter's mind. Believe me, this has bit me in the about a million times. So you, you probably are right. Maybe she's struggling with something around her body image or something that's upsetting her maybe related to that. But unless she tells you, I wouldn't bring it up. Um, because she may be like, oh, great, thanks. I was, wasn't was thinking that, but now I am. Just, you know, you're, you know your teen boss, so you know that that's, you know if that's helpful or not, but usually isn't. So don't bring up body image issues unless she does. And then if she has urges and cravings at certain times of the day, which we usually do, like maybe at the end of the school day or before going to bed or when she's studying um, and is kind of like, you know, putting it off and then you go to the, to the cabinet, maybe you can have some snacks that are readily available. This is changing up the environmental cues that are more balanced foods. Okay. Cause that's kind of the role of the parent. That's what we can. Um, that's what we can control is the food that we have, at least in the house. And we don't want to get restrictive on it, but we can make sure we have protein and healthy fat and complex carbs instead of like ultra processed and processed foods. Okay. So make those, make the healthier choice, the easier choice within your home and ask her like when you're hungry after school, what sounds good to you? So she's starting to make mindful choices and conscious eating decisions and awareness before choice. And when she chooses and has the power to choose to be more likely to choose that. Okay. So you're helping her create mindfulness eating habits and awareness before choice. All right. Whew. Okay. Ask Dr. Carla question three for the week. I know my daughter's unhappy about her body and I desperately want to help her, but I'm also terrified that if I bring it up, she will feel judged or I will destroy her confidence. By the way, I was just noticing when I'm reading this, that there's a lot of drama here, right? We create so much drama and I know it is a very, you know, stigmatizing, touchy, difficult topic. That's why I wrote the healthy conversation script, but I want to say like, let's try to get more objective. Let's try as parents, instead of being so reactive and so dramatic to really have our own back and some trust that we're going to really show up and stay the course and love our teens through it. You know, we, we got their back. We're going to keep helping them. All right. Okay. So first of all, if your daughter's unhappy about her body and you don't know how to really approach it without maybe her feeling judged or um, destroying her confidence, 
I want you to know that you get to decide ahead of time how you want to show up as a parent in these situations. So that's what you can control. And that's kind of it. Okay, you can't control how your daughter feels or how she responds to what you say. If she feels judged, that's coming from her thoughts. Thoughts create feelings. Not what something somebody what somebody else says is a circumstance or a situation it's out of our control but it and we think that it's what they say that creates a feelings or what we say that's going to create a feeling it can trigger a thought but it's the thought about that that creates a feeling so first of all know that that being said what you want to do is show up as a responsive parent with intentionality about how you're going to respond when she brings it up, or if there are situations that you are in with her where her negative body image thoughts are activated. So you want to be a soft place to land. We're working on relational health, okay? That's how we're going to be able to help our teens is when we become a soft place to land, we are compassionate, and then over time they will start sharing more and we'll be able to help them more, okay? So have there been times when your daughter's talked to you or been noticeably upset about her body? Maybe it's trying on clothes, maybe it's she doesn't have something to wear, if there's a lot around clothes, um, getting ready, going out with her friends, maybe something happened at school, um, I don't know, you know, there's, there could be a lot of reasons or a lot of situations. So the answer though, is always, there's not going to be like one, like some words I can say exactly, this is going to like solve it and wrap it up. And then she's going to have a positive body image. What we want to do in that situation is, you know, she's really activated in that with a lot of negativity. So we want to create some space so she doesn't go down that you know, rumination, obsessive tra thought train of negativity about her body. She's like bullying her own self, right? Hey, and hating on her body. So what we want to do is create some space and some softness to disrupt that. Okay. So the answer is always going to be self-love superpower. And it's going to be saying statements like, I know it's really hard. I get it. I'm always here for you, things like that, instead of like convincing her to think differently. Like, I love your body and you should feel grateful. You're so healthy or you look beautiful. Or, I mean, that's, you know, if you, again, you know your teen best, but statements like, I know it's really hard. I get it. I'm here for you. Um, and just, trying to coach yourself and remain calm for yourself and over it's hard for us as parents to watch our kids go through this okay nurturing hug you're not there to fix and solve it's okay and and you know have grace and compassion for yourself while you're going through it because it is really tough okay those are my three ask dr carla questions for the week make sure you get on my email list and you can send me questions and then get in get to drcarlamd.com and get in on my one-on-one -on -one 30 minute coaching session with me so we can do a deeper dive together and set your teen on a healthier path moving forward all right thank you
Thank you for tuning in to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower. The content of this podcast represents the opinions of Dr. Carla Lester and is not intended as, and shall not be understood as, a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The opinions shared reflect the host and guest and do not represent an organization or medical group. Always seek the advice of your physician or therapist if you have concerns about your health. And please, like and subscribe to the IME Community Podcast. Share IME with your friends and go to imecommunity.com to join the member community. Don't forget to follow IME on social.